This is the Zero Downside Podcast brought to you by MoabTexas.com. Hey guys, so this is our what episode now? Four. Four, no, five. Well, I think this is number five. Yeah, I think yeah, this is our now. fifth episode. I've got Dr. McKenna and Mike Mitchell here again today. And we have a special guest, Preston oh, Wilson. Very special guest who I want to be, make sure I, I like. I know that if we introduce Preston and let Preston talk because he's real soft spoken, just because the smarter guys on the team usually are. Um, and linemen, we all know, are usually the smartest guy on the team, um, especially the offensive linemen. Um, because they only get their called out when something bad happens. Um, but Preston Wilson, who I've known, um, known since high school, uh, my daughter was a trainer on Argyle's high school football team. And I got to watch Preston play, um, for a, a few years in high school and, and dominate on line of scrimmage. And then was lucky enough to be able to see him, um, go to the alma mater of, of someone I really love and care about. Um, and, um, been blessed to be able to watch him play there and then really fortunate to be able to participate in, in some of his healthcare. The guy's the most motivated, smart, good with his body, paying attention to all the right stuff, athlete that we probably taking care of, especially at, at, at a collegiate level. Um, a lot of the pros really understand that this is your tool. Um, and I think a lot of college kids don't get it until it's almost too late. Um, and Preston did all the right stuff really early to try to, to, to hone down, hopefully all that preparation for this season, uh, which I was, um, uh, in, insanely, you know, everyone's undefeated in, in August and July. Right. Um, but, um, this year just felt different. I think watching you guys in the spring. So before we even get talked about healthcare, I want you to talk about yourself for a little bit, cause I, I know that's hard. Um, but I also want to talk about, I want to talk some football before we start talking about healthcare, because this is a, it's a big year in collegiate football with all the conscious, re, conscious conference realignment. Um, you guys play every newbie in the conference this year. And, uh, but you got UCF on the road, you got Houston on the road, two really good places to start on the road from a recruiting standpoint, as far as setting the tone early that Oklahoma State's kind of the class of this class of this conference, I think, moving forward. Do you think? Absolutely. Well, uh, first off, thank you for having me, Doc. Uh, thank you for the kind words. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, really excited and really looking forward to it. Like you said, let's talk some football. Um, no, it's super exciting getting to play all the new teams and adding such great competition to the Big 12. Um, really looking forward to going out to you know Central Florida. My grandparents are from there. Like you mentioned, you just got back from Florida. So uh -huh. Orlando's definitely a cool place. Uh, my grandparents haven't got to see me play in person. We were supposed to make that happen two years ago when we played the uh, Cheez-It Bowl down there. I was, we were playing Miami and uh, my grandparents got COVID, so they couldn't come. Oh, but now oh, that's man. all over. Oh. So we're good. We're planning on that. So that'll be a big one. Uh, obviously, Houston, another Texas school. That's yeah, great. You know, like, you know, their coach used to be our offensive coordinator. Right. And uh, I, I couldn't understand why he's making the move from West Virginia to Houston, but he, in his mind, he doesn't have to be able to recruit outside of I 10. Like Houston mm -hmm. down to the Gulf and maybe to New Orleans, and that's it. And there's a lot of athletes down there. And a lot of those athletes have traditionally gone a little bit north of the border. So I'm looking forward to what you guys – you guys have always played well in Houston. I mean, even back in the day when I was there, the Blue Bonnet Bowl 
you know, we took it to, to teams there. Mm-hmm. It's not the blue bonnet ball anymore. Right. But um, you guys you know, have done traditionally well in Orlando too, right? I mean, the, mm-hmm. the camping, camping world ball world, against Virginia world. Tech, cheese ball against Miami. Like maybe just continue on a little Orlando uh, beatdowns would be a lot of fun. Well, they've already right. sold that game out. They've already sold the stadium. They're supposed to wear their special jerseys for that game. So I know they're hyping it up too. It's, it's going to be a good game. Really looking forward to playing those guys. And, it, you know, it's a team we've never got to play before. And uh, my mom even went to college there. So it just kind of just adds to the game, out, you know. Dude. Tell me she's cheering for the right team at least. Oh, she's, oh, she's no. going for Oklahoma dude, State. She awesome, knows it. Awesome, she she well, knows well, what you. jersey color she's going to have knows, on in that yeah. game. That's perfect. You haven't seen his mom at an Oklahoma State game. She is dressed out like sparkle earrings, eyeshadow, like everything. Like it's it's a coordinated. She goes effort. full orange. You don't you, those, you, yeah. you bleed orange, yeah. It's it's got all the orange, Fiesta Bowl yeah. pendant from like the top of our rings. She's got a big necklace, mm-hmm. Fiesta Bowl year. She gets sweet. one every year. I get her one every year from Aww. the uh, whatever go. rings we get. You can get little necklaces made. So she's always wearing the championship rings. That's Aww. awesome. So that's cool. I'm just glad you have that. And and this year, I, I it's you know with the way everything started last year. You guys had to, I mean, you talk about top of the world to, 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 to just kind of feeling like the team dynamics just didn't make it through all the injuries last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, starting out in spring, new quarterback, um, many new changes of the system. Like, how'd you guys feel everything kind of came together this spring? Um, you know, it started, we'll, we'll backtrack just a little bit before we get to the spring. It'll kind of set it up. We started out after the season and realized that there was a few things that we needed to fix as a team. So ultimately, right after the season, we got in and figured out that we weren't all on the same page, got everybody together, had a bunch of meetings and honestly had almost like some team counseling type sessions nice. and to kind of figure out, hey, we really do. There's only a few issues and they're all fixable. And it's all if we just come together and realize, hey, we all aren't disagreeing that much. It's a few little things. Let's fix it. And we did. We got rid of the guys that didn't want to be here and realized they didn't want to be cowboys. They left. And now we have a bunch of guys that wanted to be here all off season, just grinding and a bunch of older guys, veteran guys that were able to pull in and pull the younger guys that might've had to step up to replace some transfers. And the transfers we did get a bunch of great dudes that are all bought in. They came in looking to be a part of the cowboy culture and take what we had. They weren't trying to bring in their own. They were willing to learn to see what we had. And we're kind of going back to some old school ways and changing to go back to the way we used to be. Yeah, I tend to be a little bit of a Gundy, Gundy apologist because I don't think people realize how nice it is to to go to games and know that you always stand a chance of, of being in it and winning. And and I think the culture change of, of what Mike brought into the program is really hard to overvalue that. <clears throat> and so when people start talking one game to one game, I, I just don't think they understand how far you've come. But And Mike's take on the transfer portal is is obviously it's just a lot of work as a coach but your take on the transfer portal at media days made the most sense of anything i've ever heard said like you finally have a guy that doesn't feel trapped like if you're there and you don't like it you know find somewhere that fits you better because you're not liking it and feeling like you're bound to us makes for some pretty disruptive dynamics and what you said about the people that didn't want to be here are gone and everyone that's here wants to be here and all the guys coming in wanted to be part of this made more sense to me than anything I've ever heard about the transfer portal. And it made me almost see a little bit of light in the time instead of feeling like, oh my God, every time someone gets good, they're going to leave for a big money deal. To know that a lot of times these guys, 
just want the culture to be right. They want to fit. They want to be able to play. They want to be in a system that stands a chance to win. It'd be pretty hard to say that Oklahoma State isn't a good place to go if you want a chance to win. Right. If you look at you guys' record over the last, I mean, the last 20 years, really since Gundy's been there, right? It's a, it's a, it's a dynamic. You guys are always playing in the postseason. Um, you guys usually win the bowl game. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Like Oklahoma State football is exciting. Um, How did it feel after you get the dynamics worked out, which made me really happy? You said something to me when I was taking care of you after spring ball that made me the happiest I've been. And like, I, I think I, I think I called 20 people from, from Oklahoma State that we all commensurate after games and told them that according to you, this was like the best spring you've, you guys feel like mm -hmm. you've had. I think so. I think that once we had realized and figured out all that off-season stuff, we prepped ourselves with a great winner, and it was a winner that everybody was all in. Um, Coach Glass, you know, stepped it up a notch, but he also worked with us a little bit, and we were able to get our bodies to recover a little longer. And I think we had changed a little, little bit of stuff in the off-season program, but we still kept the same intensity and work ethic, and did all of the top-notch stuff that we needed to do. Still had the early stadium runs and had some gritty Friday mornings, but that really prepped us for a great spring. And once we got to spring ball, we were ready. We had already been watching our film. We've prepped our bodies. We're in the best shape of our lives. I had been doing yoga all off season to, as we would talk about, yeah. you know, with the cells and stuff and had been doing all the extra things I needed to do to get ready along with my teammates. And we had a great spring. We, you know, we had gotten new coaches on defense. They had done some things with the defense that is great. And I think is going to be ultimately do a lot of, uh, bring a lot of big plays for us this year on the defensive side of the ball. But then we changed a few things on offense and uh, figured out a few things that might work a little bit better for us and changed some schemes. And ultimately, we, we really came together and the unit came together as an offensive line. And we have a veteran group of guys. So a veteran team with great leadership and a great offseason that's been working together for six months. We, we were bound to have a great spring. Uh, I, I don't excited. think he can get any more excited about uh, this season. Like, You're not be, making it easy either. <laughs> it would be really hard knowing that just, you know September's still a long ways away. But yeah. Um, man, I, I, I've been blessed to watch the, how you kind of took in through all the injuries, even, I mean, last year you were having a great season. Um, you're on a lot of the watch list for a lot of the words that talk about the offensive line. And then what, what, what game was it? You hurt your ankle, Texas tech, Texas tech mm -hmm. against your brother's against team, my brother's right? team. Yeah, I didn't know he was on that. Yeah. Team. That, that yeah, that was a sad, uh, not not a fun day because my grandparents. Uh, well, I take that back. My grandparents from Florida did come to that game. That was the one game they were at, but didn't get. So to I got hurt second quarter. <laughs> so they really have only seen Aww. me play a quarter. Aww. They came to some high school games and stuff, yeah. but they in college they've seen me play a quarter because beginning of the second quarter is when I got my ankle caught and tore those two ligaments. So walk us through the injury. How did that happen? Uh, you said second quarter. Second quarter, we were doing a pass block. I was calling the pass protection and looking at I'm setting. I see the linebackers are about to run across stunt. They're probably, I believe it, they were about to run an MOX. So we're making calls and switching things off. And some of these guys coming around and, you know, it, it being the center point, you're more likely there's many different things flowing around, many different guys on your side of the, you know, you're in a lot of Everything's chaos. Everything's on your side of the ball, yeah. You're in a lot of chaos right in the middle of it. So I was pass blocking and I picked up a guy that was about to come hit Spencer and I'm holding on to him. And all of a sudden, some guy from the backside fell, got caught. And my ankle got caught and rolled up as I was, you know, pass blocking, getting driven back. 
So once that happened, I got rolled up on and flat backed, and then there goes my ankle. Yeah. And and standing on the sidelines for that game, I'll tell you, your, your heart just sinks when you start losing starting offensive linemen. Um, so I get a call um, yes. um, earlier that week, and Preston says, um, you know, you know, tweaked it, looks bad. Um, they're getting the MRI. Can I get the MRI to you? And they're putting me in a cast. Mm -hmm. Get the MRI. Um, first words to me is cut that cast off and and get your parents up and get get up here, right? Um, Preston is you know at his age group and his health. We always tell that people that the stem cell part of what we do works way better if you start with someone that's nutritionally and hormonally sound. It's really hard to look at a college athlete that's taking this good a care of his instrument and not know that those cells are going to be able to do exactly what we need them to be able to do. Mm -hmm. We just got to put them where they need to go. And um, Preston came in. We used a combination of his marrow and some of the amnion products we use because of the collagen content got everything kind of kind of tuned up, right? I mean, the, the ankle itself, um, even though he... We, we because we had him working so fast against the lymphedema with compression pumps and cold therapy, which he was religious about um, and did everything right. Um, we were able to get ligaments injected, get you motion in the ankle pretty quick. Mm -hmm. like how long would it take us through that first few weeks? Yeah, so we had made the trip down, cut the cast off, and right when I called Doc, it was ASAP, you know, it was yeah. awesome. You, you were able to help me so quickly. Well, you dude, know, that was the quickest option. If you were an OU athlete, it might have taken a few, a few weeks, weeks to get you yeah. in the schedule. Yeah, it might have taken a few weeks. <laughs> oh, boy. No, yeah, so I we got it figured out. I came down. We cut the cast off immediately, got driven down here, and got the shots. And that night, I was off the boot. I was off the boot. You know, it was a little pain because we had just done the injections and, you know, slowly getting the motion back. But I slept with that cold therapy thing every night. It was on all night. And uh, just having to do slowly, 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 still using the boot, doing the stretches and the physical therapy stuff that we had talked about after the injections. And I came back to play the next week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I couldn't have done it, you know, concerning the pain I was in before the injections. Well, and my goal is always as tolerated by pain. And, right. and, I, and I don't know how much I would trust your pain threshold. But the swelling abated really fast. The bruising went away pretty quick. And even though we knew the ligamentous injury was there on MR, um, you really didn't have a lot of painful instability on physical exam, certainly had targets for the cells. Um, but with the quality of your marrow draw and being able to kind of tune you up while you're asleep, mm -hmm. I was, I was pretty happy at the time, but I think our goal for you was if I could get you with it, cause they told you you were done, right? I mean, six, eight weeks, yeah, you have I was cast and then you have atrophy. Quite a bit of time. Yeah. yeah. So my goal was if I could get you back on the field, um, within the first couple of weeks, uh, it would be, it would have been a big deal. And, and, and much to your credit, um, you were back on the field within a couple of weeks and, and, and finished out the season strong. So I was really proud of how hard you worked last year. Well, I, I couldn't have done it without the cells and without you doc and you know, everything you guys have done for me. And that really made a huge difference in the season last year. I definitely would not have been able to finish had it not been for that just because of I could feel the healing slowly each day and each day it would slowly get better and better and better and better. And the more things I would do and just, we were able to modify practice stuff and be just enough. Hey, you know, I can play, I can play as long as I do my stuff off the field, it tremendously sped up the healing process. You know, if I would have not done that, 
I don't think it would oh, have been, cast for six yeah, it would have not been the same yeah. story. I wouldn't have finished out and wouldn't have been able to play in the bowl game, wouldn't have been able to play in the West Virginia game. I got to play so much more of my season because of these cells. Yeah, well, and the and obviously with the way the season ended, you not being out there would have been a disaster. You out there, you at least kept you know the people alive behind you. Uh, and, and it was still a scramble last year. You guys have a, way more seasoned players at offensive line than I think you guys have had in forever, right? We have a ton of offensive linemen right now. It's, it's a great feeling because it hasn't been this much since I was a freshman, a true freshman. Um, in some positions, we're five deep right now. We've got a few transfers that are starting to take their role and starting to nice. you know figure it out. And guys are going to be some great players for us here in the future. You know, Guys that may not start this year, but we we're starting to have some extra depth and building blocks for future years to continue. The that's traditions. that's the difference between a team that can win, right? I mean, there's it was easy if you were the Michigans and Ohio States and OUs and Texas of the past because they had 200 players, uh, and and you know even with scholarship limits, they just that they, they had walk-ons and and what the new what you guys the culture you guys have now. Um, the walk-on contribution, the extra guys that you get, to being able to to, to pick the the guys that fit into the culture is a, is a huge deal. Let's talk more about something more fun for me. Um, after the Fiesta Bowl win, um, beating Notre Dame season before, um, my expectation. I mean, what a what a what, first of all, what a great year, right? Right. Um, and then to beat Notre Dame on that stage in that game and the way that you guys had to do it after the first half being just me, you know, crying in a ball in a corner yeah, um, and being able half. to rough first half. And, and to all the Notre Dame fans that texted me and called me during that first half and a half time. <laughs> That's why I always wait till the end of the game. It's, at my age, you realize you need to be older and a little bit more experienced before you start talking about halftime leads. <laughs> There's a whole second half of the game and you guys came through and you, you, you had a great game, but Something happened in that game, right? Right. So a few weeks prior, I'd been, you know, feeling some pain. It was after uh, we traveled down to Texas Tech. Um, that was a big game because my brother was at the time he was committed. Um, I almost went to Texas Tech. It was first time getting a start in the Jones down there. And so I was pretty excited um, getting to play a guy that uh, drafted first round, Tyree Wilson, that game. Uh, getting to play some top-notch defensive line. So real excited. Um, get out there. And I kind of. I don't notice it in the game, but you know, my shoulder just kind of tears a little bit. I'm, I'm running out and I'm working a certain block where I got to post him a little bit. And he kind of goes backside, catches my arm, my shoulder gets caught and there goes my labrum. Got a little tear in my, my left labrum. Um, so keep going, keep going. I, you know, I figure out in the season, I, the next day, actually, I wake up, I'm like, man, yeah, something's not right. You know, my, at the time the adrenaline was pumping and it wasn't that bad, but now I'm like, okay. Something's not right. Let's go get the MRI. I told the trainers and it's torn. I'm like, okay, well, I had started thinking, what am I going to do? Because I knew I didn't want to do my surgery with the school. Um, I wanted to go a different route. And I had been doing a little research. And I remember we had met before, you know, known you from high school. And I had just, you know, I was like, let me do a little research. You know, this is my body and I want to ultimately do the best thing. If I have to have an operation done, I want it to be done right and make it where I can ultimately have the best recovery. Cause this is like we said, this is a tool. Yeah, so I, uh, talked with my parents and I was like, Hey, I, I want to make the decision to do try some stem cells and go get my labrum fixed here. And 
they were like, okay, like go, go meet with doc and see, you know, figure out more information. If this is really something that you think is going to be beneficial, then, um, yeah, there was know. a little bit of proving up the technology, right? When you're having to leave the system, um, that set up traditional uh, orthopedics doesn't make use of the best tool that we have to help you heal faster, lower the risk of morbidity. Um, it turned what would have been a much bigger surgery for you into a couple of poke holes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I had you what out of the sling at like week two, three, yep. um, week two. when did you start, when, when did you start really being able to start working on strength again after that? Oh, we just did a few weeks of physical therapy, but after, um, I remember right after I took off the sling and stuff, you're like, you'll be able to go above your head. Nobody else will. Okay. So we had like four or five guys on the team get labrum surgery. And I remember I walked in and I'm like, Hey, how many weeks out are you guys? Like, what, you know, what's going on? And they were further along. They had gotten the surgery even quicker than I had. I came back and had more range of motion than they did. I oh, took man. it out and just went straight up and they were like, everybody was shocked. They're like, how did you do that? I'm like, I told you guys, yeah, yeah. and I told everybody yeah. what I was doing. I, yeah. I let everybody know they got their labrums. This is what I'm doing. You know, tried to give everybody the opportunity. This is, I did this research. I've met with Dr. McKenna. This is the route I'm going and made it, you know, made everybody aware. And, uh, ultimately wow. it's been super beneficial, you know, so much to the point that I believe I told you this, um, we were lifting, this was about a year and a half, two years after the surgery. Um, and we're doing dumbbell bench and I'm like, man, my left one is going up, you know, it feels even stronger almost. And I yeah. kind of realized like, wow, that was the surgery shoulder where the cells had been. And after the two years that this one was stronger than the right one, the right one had more wear and tear, even though the left one was the original. Yeah, just one. avoiding the, you know, the, the, you know, the reason we talk about the zero downside and these guys, that name came about because it almost making fun of kind of the, my, my pattern sometimes that I'll get in on that. But literally the downside of taking your cells and putting them in your shoulder at the time of surgery, it, it can't do anything to hurt you. All it does is accelerate healing, get to me where I can trust your body moving around a lot faster. And man, young, healthy cells, like the only downside of operating on, on Preston is you want to kind of keep some of those cells for the old man in the chair but, but we don't we don't never do that, like, that you know, is, we, never, we never do that i would never endorse that that's, that's completely correct. against yeah, the law in the us and we would never, never. do donated um so autograph cells <laughs> if we could i'd give you some. uh you know what so if we could i would give you some just so you know I if love that becomes that. a thing i'll give you yeah some. i love 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 so that. walk me through the reaction in the locker room right we, we talked about being in the weight room and, and being able to lift is, is it is it shock is it just ah uh, we expected it is it man how what did you do different than what we did kind of you've mentioned that at press day as well right right yeah so a bunch of the guys have just been you know everybody's surgeries happen often on the football team just because there's so many guys playing injuries are going to happen so anytime anybody asks me i automatically tell them where to go yeah. Yeah, i tell them hey this is where this is my doctor i, I refer to you as yeah. my doctor hey, this man. is my doctor <laughs> this oh, we, is where i go know. trust me you we know? refer to you in the clinic as one of our guys right good. like i got like we look and, and we facetiously make a joke about obviously at oklahoma state you right. get any faster but that's you know we take care of i don't even follow outside of that team i don't really follow teams anymore you follow individual players because you get so invested in their care yeah um fortunately for our practice a lot of um, guys that played at OSU back in the day or and now are at a next level. Um, I'm still able to maintain some contact and treatment on it. It makes it a lot more fun to me no matter what team they're playing on. Um, but 
um, getting you ready for this this next season, for you to take the time out after spring and come back to the clinic to get tuned up and ready for your senior year was like a, a I know it's a big decision on your part. Um, but what was the, what in your mind, what's going on at the end of spring, you're feeling okay. Um, you know, you've got, um, your, your strengths built up, you look great. Um, but just to get everything tuned up and ready to go, you came in, you gave yourselves plenty of time. We were able to kind of get you tuned up and inject it everywhere that you think is going to be under stress this season and get ready. Right. 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 Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, we had that month off and I, I had planned a while back. I was like, okay, I decided after I realized that this is something I want to continue to do. It's been successful on two body parts. Eventually we've talked about it. I want to do everywhere. Yeah. So I was like, let's just start knocking spots out. Let's start doing it now. And whenever I do get these months off, because sometimes, you know, I'll work for a whole year of football stuff and I can't take a month off. Right. So I get that one month. I'm like, I need to take advantage. Um, before the season starts, make sure everything gets healthy. I had, uh, you know, we'll even talk about the elbow. So we did the yeah. elbow oh, here recently. Right. Yeah. I had had a fracture in my elbow before the bowl game during bowl prep. We had, were practicing and I, my elbow buckled. I kind of got it. Somebody hit it from the side with their helmet and got a little fracture. And then I had not been able to do some of the lifts for the whole off season. Um, some of the lifts we had been doing were really bothering it. So that was one of the, one of the uh, areas yeah. we decided to inject and this summer, after the injections, after less than a month of having them, I was back to doing the lifts even more weight than what I was doing before. Nice. So I had gotten even stronger and now it's strengthened and there's no pain. So yeah. ultimately the decision was very easy. Once I realized it worked, I was, I was all in. Let's e even out the other shoulder, get the elbow, do both ankles, keep them secure and safe and continue with the yoga and physical therapy. And by the season, it's, I feel like I'm in the best shape and I'm, in my prime body going into camp and I feel like I've done everything I should have done this off season and feel ready. Well, I can't tell you how proud we are to have you as uh, a patient and a friend. And, um, and it just people, just people that don't know young men like this just don't turn up. Like his parents have done a remarkable job. They have a great family. Um, but the, the, the effort, the work ethic, the being part of that culture, just sticking around, dude, not leaving this year. The, to being able to know that there's a leadership role that comes with establishing something as a home, you know, that means something, right? Um, I, I just, I'm insanely proud of you and, I'm, and I can't wait um, to see kind of what happens this season. Thank you. Thank you. Very exciting and uh, looking forward to see where we go this season. Anyone that hasn't seen Preston's media footage from Big 12 uh, Media Days needs to pull it up. Um, it was on OSU Max. You can go down to the interviews they did. Um, I was, first of all, we were humbled because he brought us up a little bit, but to, to hear his personal journey, him emotionally and spiritually kind of getting himself, um, ready for this next year, knowing that there's a, this last year is crucially important into some critical decision-making uh, about your career, um, and be able to know that emotionally, spiritually, you take that as seriously as your body is is what makes not only an athlete but what makes you a success and we could not be more proud of you and 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 i think everyone at our clinic um even people that went to school at that other school in oklahoma um are still really vested in in your success this year and i wanted to let you know that 
for sure. Well, I appreciate that very much. And it's been a, you know, great honor to work with you guys. And you guys have been the absolute best knowing that, you know, my time limits are small and the, the time I might get just because of, you know, I had to, I was having to come back. I, you guys worked with me on a, a few days notice and got me in yeah. on these cells. This was uh, not a, I didn't have much time, you know, we I were working real quick. I remember you just back from a bachelor's trip with your friends right. on so, the river. And so this like, is how that weekend in? went. I don't think, I don't even know if you knew this. So I went straight from the bachelor trip, drove straight from there back home, stayed there for like a few hours, slept, woke up with a, went and did a, a coaches versus cancer golf tournament in Stillwater. Mm -hmm. um, then went, I went home from there. We were making calls this whole time trying to get it set up. Yeah. I went and did a podcast that next morning, drove straight from the podcast back to your office. We did it there, had the meeting, then said, all right, the next day, let's wake up, do it. We're out, did it, rested for a few days, then went back and trained. Well, let me just tell you, with tradition, if my clinic was still set up the way traditional medicine would have had me bound up, getting you through a hospital system, getting you through the approval process and all that would have been, it would have been a disaster. It would have taken months um, to be able to, to fortunately with these guys help have a clinic set up to where I have, we have the private OR, we have the self, we have, like I have everything there I need to be able to give someone care. It's just hard getting everyone's schedules aligned sometimes. And especially with a college athlete going to school four hours away. Um, but man, I, 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 I'm really stoked for the beginning of the season and watching you play and, and, I know that as a person, not only an athlete, you're destined for great success moving forward and, and we could not be happier for you. Thank you, Doc. That's uh, I greatly appreciate that. And I really appreciate you guys for having me and, you know, hosting me and just letting me be a part of this and share the story. And uh, I, I'm, I'm thrilled that you're able to come on. There's so many NCA stuff right now that, that, that prohibit things. What I do want to talk about is um, uh, my NIL um dot it's my nil dash or my dash nil.com right mm -hmm. and there is a way out there for businesses um and sponsorship opportunity to be able to work their way into the athletes portfolio of support and and i want people to know that if you're talking to a guy like preston wilson you're you got some huge advantages um not only because he's never going to disappoint you by anything that happens off the field and and I'm just really insanely proud of you. Thanks, Doc. All right. All right. Thank awesome. you for another episode, guys. I'll be out. See you next time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.